Hey, everybody. Welcome to Journey Through the Generations. And our episode today is a list of things that you can buy for the family researcher in your life for Christmas. Yes. Um, it's that time of year. Um, so everybody's thinking about what am I going to buy this person? What does this person need? Um, so I'm sure if you have a family historian or genealogist on your list, um, it can kind of be hard to buy something for them. So hopefully these ideas help. Yep. So the last time we did this was back in 2019. So mm-hmm. it's been a couple of years. And so uh, we look forward to bringing you um, some new items. But before we do that, um, we have a special announcement that uh, we want to talk about and let you know about. And that is for the third year in a row, we have been selected as Roots Tech Influencers I'm so uh, excited. for 2022 um, Roots Tech Conference, mm-hmm. yes. which is all virtual again this yes, year. Yes, it's all virtual. Um, and we are going to be influencers this year. That means that we are going to be able to give you information coming up to the conference, um, speakers, presenters, um, expo hall. We will be able to tell all the information that we can prior to the actual conference. Right. And we'll be able to bring that information to you before everybody else gets that information. So be sure that you follow us on all of our social media. You're listening to the podcast, reading Trisha's blog. All that information will be in the uh, episode notes um, down in the description of this episode. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys for um, for uh, tuning in and keeping up with us while we talk about Roots Tech. Yeah, we're super excited about it. Absolutely. All right, so let's get into some uh, gift-giving ideas. You ready? Yes. All right, let's go. Number one, what you got? I have, um, and I will just say, give you a disclaimer, this year's list is stuff that I've actually been utilizing this year. I haven't been doing that much research, um, but these are things that I have been using. So first time I... And before you start, again, another disclaimer, we aren't sponsored by any of these companies or groups or whatever. Um, This is totally our own thoughts and ideas and uh, what we feel like would be beneficial Mm -hmm. to you. Yes. All right. So now let's go. Um, My first one is archival supplies or uh, archival gift card. I personally have used Gaylord Gaylord Archives website to be able to find photo boxes, document covers, um, record storage, um, scrapbooks that you can actually use where the pictures don't deteriorate over time with that plastic film over it. Um, They have media storage for your DVDs. Um, If you haven't put your VHS or cassettes on DVDs or on your computer, you can have those kind of things for storage. Um, so this year I've been trying to organize a lot. So I was able to order some document covers and photo boxes and they are just wonderful for organization. And I love mine. Yeah, that I agree. And, uh, Gaylord can get pretty pricey. Yes. So, um, So what you might want to do instead for my first one is a gift card to an office supply store. Right. And so you can find uh, maybe 
cheaper um, organizational materials mm-hmm. there as well. Right. And so you definitely want to look into that if Gaylord is not your cup of tea. Correct. And so um, you still have other options, mm-hmm. too. Okay, that's you know, just one. people can buy... You can buy pencils and pens and papers and Folders. notebooks mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. You can you can get that at an office supply store. Correct. And that's, that's great for mm-hmm. the family research. Yeah, and I will say this time of year, at the end of the year, um, if you follow them on social media or you sign up for their um, email list, they're going to have sales this time of year with the 20, 30 percent off because, um, you know, Black Friday's coming up. So if you follow them on social media, then you'll be able to see when they have sales also. For sure. What's your next one? Okay, the next one is actually a gift that someone did for me. My nephew um, got me a photo book printed of some family photos. If you've been following the podcast or our blog for any time, then, you know, I do Wordless Wednesdays um, that features a family photo. So he took all of my Wordless Wednesdays that I have posted on my blog and he made a photo book out of it. And it it's um, a hard covered book. I don't remember the name of the company that he used, but just Google photo book publications or whatever. Um, And I love mine. Yeah, there's a lot of companies and uh, and stores that do those. You can go to like a Walgreens, Mm -hmm. Sam's Club. I think Walmart may even do them, too. Um, So, yeah, you can go to a lot of those places. And um, I'm sure that's um, it's not. I'm sure I know. That there are plenty of companies online that you can just upload the pictures and they mm-hmm. print the book and send it to you. Right. So, um, so yeah, look into all of those options and, you know, choose the one that works for you. And so the n- next one uh, that I think would be a good gift for uh, the family researcher is a membership to a, geneal- a genealogy society. Yes, that is. That is a good way to get um, people involved and choose one that's um, al- aligned with the either the group or the organization or the family members that um, that your family researcher is looking for. So. If they're looking, you know, during their American Revolution time frame, maybe Daughters of the American Revolution is one. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you're specialized in looking for African-American family members, maybe the African-American Historical and Genealogical Society is one. So uh, look at some of those different ones, align the membership to what the researcher is looking for. And uh, get them a membership for a year and then let them decide at the end of the year if they would like to renew or not. Yeah, that's really good one for a beginner, because I know a lot of times beginners don't think about societies like that. Yeah, there's so many benefits of doing Mm -hmm. it. They they offer classes and there's conferences Mm -hmm. and um, a a lot of them, some of the bigger ones for sure, have research information. Right. So. And you make those connections with people. That's yeah. And don't just think on a national level because you could have state societies. For sure, yeah. Um, like I'm a member of the Arkansas um, Genealogical Society. So yeah, that, that that's a really really good one. Yeah. All right. What's next? Um, next on my list is something that I actually again purchased this year. I got a personalized monogrammed 
family history binder and it has tabs in it for, you know, your family group sheets, your pedigree charts, your military records, anything you can name. It has a tab for it. And I did this for specifically for my um, lineage. So it has me, my parents, my grandparents, my great grandparents. Um, So this binder is just about us. Now I have other binders that are for, you know, my whole research, but this one is specifically for my descendants, descendants of me. And there's some, um, there's places that you can get that, but where did you get yours? I got mine off of Etsy. Oh, Um, I don't remember the shop name, but, um, it just says, um, Trisha Mays Cummins family history binder and it's a maroon color and the monogramming is in gold and it's that soft plush um binder material it's not that hard plastic um so it looks really professional all right so next on my list is um a registration to a genealogy conference oh that's a good one um we've We've talked about this before in the past, mm-hmm. and you're gonna you can do this any time of the year, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, getting a, a, a registration for a conference is great. That is yes. Now I think going into 2022, we'll still have mostly virtual conferences because this pandemic won't go away. We just will not. People won't do right. It just won't. And so. Um, so I think there'll still be virtual conferences and then other people will have a hybrid conference it's meaning there'll be uh, some in-person part of the conference and a virtual mm-hmm. part. And so, um, you know, you'll have that available as well. So really good conference. There's some really good conferences out there. They talk about just a plethora of information, different things, mm-hmm. and you can pick and choose, you know, what you want right. to go learn about. Yeah. And the thing to remember is that for the most part, virtual conferences, you still have to pay for. Um, so that's an expense that you could be helping the genealogist, family historian in your life with. Yeah. And the virtual conferences tend to be. I can't speak for all of them, but they tend to be cheaper mm-hmm. than the in-person mm-hmm. conferences because you're not paying for the space at the hotel and uh, uh, you're not paying for food and mm-hmm. all these different things. Um, the little swag bags right. and all that stuff. You're not paying for all that. And so the fees are a little bit cheaper, you know, when it's virtual. So. Uh, take that into account and again align the conference to what the person is researching in their family right and get that get yeah. that done for that's them. a good one um so next on my list is a magnifying glass now now that's odd now it's is it yeah i mean to me okay. it makes sense um but i don't it's i i don't think it's one of those things that people think about right so like I said, I've been doing a lot of organizing and looking at records, re-looking at records, and I have tons of pictures that I'm going through, especially for my Wordless Wednesdays. So the magnifying glass has come in so handy when I'm looking at pictures and trying to find the person that I know is in the picture, but it's like a group picture. And this is a picture from the 
30s or 40s. So I'm able to use the magnifying glass and be able to see it better and I can pick out my relative. Or also on documents, um, when I'm reading documents, because I don't know if you remember, but we cleaned out my ancestral home. So I've got a lot of records from the 30s and 40s that are handwritten, that are on paper, that have been stored for a long time. So I'm able to use the magnifying glass to get a better look at the words to be able to know exactly whose record this is, the date that it says, the month and all that information. So my magnifying glass has come in handy. And I think if I were able to find one with the light on it, I would get that for you. And put that in your stocking. Yeah, because I I need it. <laughs> you use, I need that light. Yeah, you use the light a lot. Yeah, and I use the light for my phone, so uh, so that would actually be good. So uh, so that's a good one. All right, so I think my next one is um, a really popular topic in genealogy, and that's uh, books or information on DNA. Oh, that's a good one. Um, so there's a couple of books out there that are very popular. Um, I think one is called, um, I think it's called Genetic Genealogy in Practice or something like that. That sounds familiar. Um, I think you actually have it. Um, I think you we mm-hmm. bought it for a class or yes. something. Um, and so there's several um, uh, DNA books out mm-hmm. there. There's uh, definitely some experts out there. Um, like a Shannon Christmas, yes. Um, he can tell you all about DNA. Yes, he can. Um, but if you're like me, you don't remember all that <laughs> stuff from high school, you know. And so you might need a refresher mm-hmm. on how genetics works. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then it takes it, of course, several steps further to explain to you how. You and another person can be related because of these different chromosomes and numbers and all that good stuff. So that's going to be a really important part of uh, a family researcher's journey if they decide to go, you know, all out, you know, research. Right. right? It's going to be really important to know that information Mm -hmm. and not to rely on Information you get on Ancestry and um, what's the other one? My Heritage. My Heritage, 23 and Me, any of those. And also those books actually help you to be able to use the information on those websites to be able to find more information. So then you can actually see um, this person is has so much chromosomes or cinnamorgans. That really means that this person is my aunt and not my first cousin and stuff like that. So it can also help you navigate some of those um, DNA websites as well. Yeah, for sure. So look into getting something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And they have them for beginners, intermediate, that you can find a DNA book for any level of where you are. So next on my list is um, to be able to get home movies um, that are VHS and put them on a digital platform or get them converted to a DVD or something like that. Um, again, you know, I've been cleaning out ancestral homes for the last year. So I have been able to find some VHS tapes um, of our family 
um, from the 80s and 90s. Um, and I plan to get those um, transferred to digital form as well. So if you have those home movies, then that would be a great gift for the family historian to be able to have those files and be able to, you know, utilize them for their research and just to have. Yeah. And I think that's a really good idea. I think everybody should do that. Um, A couple of, you know, tips or reasons why you need to do it is that those VHS tapes could, you know, get messed up. You know, they could get they could get torn. The ribbon. They could uh, write the film in there. Mm, Um, You know, you could you could lose it. Um, some you, you something could have been taped over it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a ton of VHS players out there anymore. <laughs> no. Um, I bought one from the Goodwill store. Um, hoping it was gonna work, but it didn't. No. Um, and I think it tore that video up. Well, we got a VHS I, from the um Goodwill. Yes, I used, yeah, so I used a, someone another yeah, to it test. It cost it. like a quarter, mm-hmm. and it was like a a kid's movie and we tested it and it yeah. tore the film ribbon thing up. Yep. So there are companies out there that can do them for you mm-hmm. um, and you can try to do it for for yourself. But I would recommend that you have some sort of tech, you know, background or know what you're doing right. because you could mess something up. So um, look online and see if you can find something. And then I would say real quick is that if you get them done digitally, get a backup copy. Um, you never know. You might lose one in a move. You might One might get scratched and it doesn't work anymore. Um, so, yeah, you definitely want to do that. All right. And so I think this is my last one, right? So my last one is... Um, something that ha- was talked about quite a bit during um, the Ox conference uh, in October, and uh, and uh, that's uh, building a cemetery research kit. Oh, that's so a good one. if you have someone who has to go out to cemeteries doing research and things like that, it's building a kit for them. So you know, putting together a pen paper, a bucket, um, mops. There's this cleaner, a headstone cleaner that I just learned about in October, which I'm getting some. Um, I think if I remember right, it's called D2 mm-hmm. and it can clean headstones, um, especially older ones. Um, there's a specific way you have to use it. So you make sure you follow the instructions, but, um, yeah, put all that stuff together. Um, uh, scrubbing brushes, soft bristle, and right. you know things like that. Put together a kit and give that to to a family member. That's a really good one. I like that one. So I think that's it. You do you didn't have any more? Did you? Um, I don't have any more. But, but talk I'm, about the sales and yeah. everything that goes on because this episode comes out the week before uh, Black Friday. Mm-hmm. So. Let's talk about some of those things. Okay, so uh, right off the top of my head, I know, um, you know, genetic DNA kits are going to be on sale 
um, this time of year. So we have the ancestry, the 23andMe. For those of you who want to do the health screening, um, that was definitely an option. It's going to be on sale. The My Heritage Family Tree DNA, all of the DNA companies are going to have some sort of sale. Um, you think about education wise when you um, this time of year with the genealogist family historian and one is legacy tree webinars and they have a yearly subscription to their webinars and you can watch all the webinars that you want from, you know, DNA to methodology to court records to specific, you know, Spanish records, African-American records. Um, they have all of these and they're going to have a sale sometime this by the end of the year. Um, so catch that one. And then you have the subscriptions to, you know, your ancestry, your my heritage, to the genealogy bank for newspapers, newspaper.com. They're all going to have you know, that 20, 30 percent off this time of year as well. So my suggestion, like I said earlier, is to go and follow all of these companies, anything that you want to do um, genealogy wise buy, just like you would for anything else. Bath and Body Works, Victoria's Secret, follow them on social media. They are going to post any of their sales that they're going to have um, and then that you'll know when it's going to be and you know, for these companies, you don't actually have to get out for Black Friday. You can do it all online. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, follow them on social media, go to their websites, sign up for their email list and get all the information that you can because they have sales throughout the year as well. While we're saying this is a Christmas list, this is really a list for any time, anniversary, birthday. I love you. I want to get you something. So if you're following them on social media, then you always know when they're having a sale. Good advice. Good list. Um, we tried to, you know, bring you, um, a lot of different items, um, some a little bit more pricier, some that are budget friendly. Um, so we hope that we were able to give you a few ideas to, uh, help you find Christmas gifts for, uh, the family researcher mm -hmm. in your life. So, um, if you want to, uh, if you want to see, you can't see it. If you want to listen to the episode from 2019, um, it has uh, a few other um, things, gift ideas that we did not talk about today. Right. So go back and listen to that. I'll try to remember to provide a link in the description for that. Um, and I think that's it, right? Yeah. All right. So we appreciate you guys for listening. Um, make sure you follow us on all of our social media um, for updates on Roots Tech and uh, also to know when new podcasts are coming out and other information that we share. Um, all those things and links and all that good stuff will be in the episode notes. Um, down in the description box and I think we'll call it a day. Thanks you guys. All right, thanks guys. Appreciate Happy you shopping. guys for <laughs> I, I can't talk. <laughs> Appreciate you guys for listening. Um Merry Christmas and like Trisha said, happy shopping. Be safe, y'all. <laughs>